Oh my God, we're in the studio where my boyfriend has been the last few days. <laughs> hey, you know, I can, I'm married. I, I'm married. I'm allowed to, you know, have a boyfriend at work. <laughs> Does your husband allowed to have a girlfriend at work? No. Exactly. That's different. No, I've but- never seen the double standard work the other way, by the way. <laughs> it's good to be the dude on hey, the show. Hey, I'll explain this in a minute. Hey, everybody. It's the Producer Michelle Podcast. I am here. This is episode six. What? Can you believe that? Episode six? I feel like Star Wars. It's <laughs> It's gone by so fast. And uh, producer, or what were we calling you last week? Uh, Lackey. Yeah, Lackey Justin is here. And I was explaining how uh, we're in the studio that uh, my boyfriend has been in for the past few days. There was a guy here the other day. I I come into work, and we come in early, so there's hardly anybody here. So usually we just see the same people we see all the time. Well, the other morning, there was a guy here walking through the hallways, (laughs) And he introduced himself to me before a long time ago, and, and I sort of recognized him. When you say him. long time ago, like years? No, a couple months back. Okay. And I just forgot. Anyway, he um, he was walking in the hallways, and he came up and introduced himself to me again. He says, hey, my name is Bill. I'm you know I'm here broadcasting. I'm down from Sacramento. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you were here a couple months ago because I remember how cute you are. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, it, it was uh, Bill Horenda from uh, KFBK, I think, up in Sacramento. And he was down here doing broadcast from down here, so I've been having a girl crush for the last few that's days. That's a that's a I've kind been of about it. Kind of an understatement. And what's funny is I've been tweeting about it, and KFBK has been retweeting. Are you my, serious? <laughs> but you haven't you you all you did was say I was helping out. You didn't say well, by no, the way he's the a total other, dreamboat. The other day I said you know uh, what it was my tweet the uh, the other day it was. Uh, you know that thing where you see this super cute hot guy at work, and you're like, oh my god, you're so hot. But he, yeah. you didn't put them in that, did you? I think I did. Yeah, no, I retweeted it to oh, them. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, it was. And That's I said, good. listen, hey, I'm married. I'm allowed to think yeah. the guy is cute. He's handsome. He's polite. People don't give enough pe- pe- other people compliments. But right. my favorite moment was I happened to be out of the studio. <laughs> the show's going on, by the way. This, we're, is this, this is this morning. Yeah, we're in the middle of wake-up call, and I had to step out for something. And then I just hear Michelle. I see him, and I knew instantly <laughs> that this was the guy. And she turns around. She goes, well, we'll just see if it prints. Like <laughs> I was helping him with the printer. I bet you were. There was a jam. We needed to unstick the jam. <laughs> she was morning. doing like the office guy equivalent of like, well, there's a you have like, some well, problem there, little here. lady? Let's check it out. No. Okay. Oh, look here. Here's where the jam was. And if anybody knows it's their it. way around a copy machine, it's <laughs> Michelle Cube. So anyway, he was adorable. So I think he's broadcasting next week, too. So, lucky you. Uh, a lucky me. I'll be able to have some eye candy in the morning. Not that you guys are I'm going to bring in flowers for you. You know... <laughs> I'm going to really ruin this. I know. I want to be clear. You know, Justin and Bender are both very handsome no, guys. No, we don't need you. Your, are, no. You are. He's just an older kind of handsome. No, no. I don't listen. know what it is. There's something about him that I just think is adorable. Yeah, it's called he's attractive and hot with a chiseled jawline. Me and uh, Bender Start rock our it. dad bods at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so for anybody listening to this podcast, I want to explain something because I've gotten a few people asking me. You know, well, what's this podcast about? This is just a fun podcast, okay? <laughs> We're not here. I mean, there's sometimes we talk about serious stuff. I talked about my dad a couple weeks ago. But you're not going to come here 
and hear me go on and on about all the news that you've already heard on KFI all this week because I don't want to do that. That's not what we do. So we're trying to have a little bit of fun and just kind of give you a end-of-the-week chuckle. That's my goal. Anyway. I think we're crushing it. Yeah. Well, something I wanted to talk about last week, which I couldn't because I couldn't get everything I needed, was you ever have that moment when you're driving in the car and an old song comes on the radio from high school and you just like start singing at the top of your lungs? Well, last week, I think it was on Tuesday or Wednesday, it was like a two for Wednesday or two for Tuesday, whatever day it was. In the morning. I don't even remember what How station I was How long have you worked in radio? It was a two for I'm Wednesday. Not a, I'm not a DJ. But anyway, I was driving into work, <laughs> and I heard um, I heard this song from Wham. This is the faster one. <laughs> what faster? That one. You have to sing this song when you hear it. Yeah. So I hear, I hear that song, right? And then right after that... There's a, like I said, it was a two for Tuesday, and they played this song. Wait, the next one? Yeah, the next one. My apologies. That's all right. <laughs> this is why I'm a lackey and not a producer. <laughs> or... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That is uh, everything she wants by Wham. And I just remember it was one of those days where I just. At the top of my lungs, I'm singing on my way into work. And you know what? I'm not embarrassed about it. I love it. I'm embracing it. If you don't like Wham, screw you. Who do- This is but not music like you Wham? can hate. Right. You can't hate that music. It's just, And it brings you back to a certain time, right? So, But what it reminded me of was the fact that um, Dick Cabeza also had a little shot at my, uh, George Michael oh. at one point. And if you don't know this story, okay, if you're too young to remember this story... Back uh, in 1998, George Michael was arrested here in Los Angeles. He was arrested at the Will Rogers Park in Beverly Hills. I remember. And he was arrested for engaging in a lewd act. And what happened was is he went into the bathroom at the park, and a, and a undercover police officer, they were doing a sting there because they were getting all kinds of complaints about the park. Well, an undercover police officer follows him into the bathroom. He says that the cop propositioned him one of those you know i'll show you mine if you show me yours but the cop said it was the other way around where he was the first one to kind of expose himself and the hey i'm going to show you mine you show me. and then ended up getting arrested but he ended up pleading no contest so basically he did he we all know he did and right. it was the kind of the if you didn't know george michael was gay before which i don't know how people didn't know from all those wham videos <laughs> you knew it at the time not that there's anything wrong with being gay but there is something wrong with exposing yourself in the bathroom to some random stranger. <laughs> I guess unless the stranger really wants it, and I guess unless the stranger is undercover police officer. Have you ever uh, had the urge to uh, fool around in a public place? I have no comment. Oh! <laughs> We're not no having comment. that kind of fun on the podcast then, huh? So anyway, oh, maybe you should get off your high horse about Mr. Michael. The- maybe tell us your story, Cube. <laughs> the incident sparked a Dick Cabeza production. And, you know, in these podcasts, I really like to bring you these Dick Cabeza productions because I love them. I've always loved them, and I miss them. And Justin's doing a great job now of bringing some of that, that feeling back. Nowhere near as good as this, though. No. I'll but be honest. Anyway, so anyway, this is the uh, Dick Cabeza production uh, that was about George Michael, and it starts with uh, Dick Cabeza doing a little public service announcement. 
And then our former news guy, Ken Gallagher, sings the song. So here it is. Hi, my name is Phil D. Johnson, and I'm with Bathroom Enthusiasts Affiliated Together in Triumph, or Beat It for short. In recent years, it's become socially unacceptable to practice self-abuse in a public bathroom. But we here at Beat It feel that the knowledge that Mr. George Michael is a practitioner should make it once again socially acceptable. So now let's all get back to the bathrooms again. Now it's back to the bathrooms. A public whack shouldn't be a sin. Just like that George Michael, I like to give an eyeful when I'm getting frisky with my little friend. I'm going back to the bathrooms again. The voice, <laughs> so funny. Isn't it great? While the public goes by walking, my pants around my stocking, I say, hey. You want to see something, man? People try to say I'm mental For wanting to show my gentle But it's okay, just ask that guy from Wham So it's back To the bathrooms again Now it's back To the bathrooms Public whack, it shouldn't be a sin. <laughs> Just like that George Michael, I like to give an eyeful when I'm getting frisky with my little friend. I'm going back to the bathrooms again. Sounds like he's laughing there from what Tim said. I'm going back to the bathrooms again. <laughs> You have yes. to understand that sometimes when he would be doing these, because these would happen during the show, and so sometimes when he would get the person who was singing in to sing, and there were times where he could kind of throw something in in the background, he's trying to crack them up. That's so funny. <laughs> and sometimes you can tell, but but Gallagher was such a professional when it came to singing that it didn't didn't phase him. At Every all. time we play these, I just get jealous of how I wish I would have worked here then. Oh my gosh! It's well, you've been listening to a lot of them lately too. Because we're trying to uh, archive them, yeah, and ar- archive them in another place. <laughs> because the items that they're on right now are probably going to be extinct at some point. Can you imagine the poor a hole that has to get things off of the cloud when that becomes too? Oh my old? god! <laughs> Could you imagine? So um, I wanted to talk a little bit, and because Justin and I had this discussion earlier this week about the roles of men and women, and. I gave you a scenario earlier this week. You remember me? Yeah, now I remember. Okay. Yeah. So I here's what I don't understand about men sometimes, and I'm thinking maybe you can help explain. Tell me, it. girl. Tell me all about it. Okay. So I work, and my husband works. We both work full time. We both work essentially similar hours. So I'm just as tired <laughs> as my husband is. He does, I would argue, much more physical work than I do on a day to day basis. Yours is mental. Mine is mental. Yours also has hazards involving handle. Exactly. So, yeah, because I get spit on and stuff. <laughs> that's all I was thinking. But that, that had spillage around, you know. <laughs> that's so funny. I hear this a lot. Oh, geez, I spit all over again. Button sticking. 
Oh, why is my mic not working? Because oh. you spilled Diet Coke in it. I love that guy. Okay, so anyway, um, the other day I was doing laundry. So the household chores yeah, who are, does a bit, the... yeah, are a bit of a conundrum in the household because – I'm very, I'm sort of traditional in the way that even though I work full time, I, I, I still like to cook dinner every night. I still like to try to clean the house as much as I can. I like to do the laundry, but sometimes things have to wait. Or if I have a particular day, okay, today I'm going to do this laundry, right? So the other day I happened to be doing laundry and it was in the washer and then it was in the dryer and I had two baskets full of laundry that I brought upstairs. Now my house- These are cleaned. These are cleaned. Got it. They just weren't folded yet. Got it. So they needed to be folded. And, and put away. But here's here's the dynamic of my home. My In my garage is where the laundry is. And I live in a townhouse. So you, when you come in from the garage, you walk up about six steps, and then you're at the front door. And then you walk up another six steps, and then you're at the main part of the house where the kitchen, the living room, the dining room, and there's a bathroom there. Then you walk up about eight steps to get to another landing, and then you walk up another eight steps to get to where the bedrooms are. So it's like four floors, like literally four floors up. So when I came up, I brought the laundry up to the main floor before you go up to the bedrooms. And I had both laundry baskets near the stairs. And I went about doing a bunch of stuff, and my husband went up and down the stairs about seven times. And we, he finally goes up to upstairs to bed, and I was in the kitchen. I was making his lunch for the next day, which is another task I do, <laughs> which I love. So I was making his lunch, and so I didn't notice it until I walked to go upstairs to go to bed, and both baskets of laundry are still sitting there. How many days had this been? This is just one day. Okay. Okay. But he had walked up he and made two like trips. At least several times. But who's counting? Right. But who's counting? So then I grab one of the baskets because I can't grab both because they're big. They're like what you put like sodas in when you have a party, those big round bucket oh, things. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I bring, rope handle. I bring one up and he's laying in bed and I had said to him, I go, really? <laughs> you walked. He goes, what? I go, you walked up the stairs about eight times and you didn't think to grab one of the laundry baskets? He goes, I didn't even notice them. <laughs> You know what so I, like? I asked Justin, and I said, if, if this were your house, if you had a two-story yeah. house, and you would you be apt to like pick it up and take it upstairs? And here's what I said. Right. I said, I'm a bad person to ask because I am hyper aware of this stuff, and I am the guy who does a lot of that around the house. Well, up and until, that's me, yeah, because you were home. I was a time. homemaker, and then I would do stand-up on the road until I kind of got the job here. And when we, we've had several, several. I think this is an argument every couple has. Right. We have the argument of, although it seems to me, I'm the one who does all the crap, <laughs> and she's the one who gets to forget to do all the crap. I think it's reversed in my house. Yes. Uh, but it, it's it's a weird thing. Like, now we live in this world where guys do housework, right? It's, you don't be sexist. But what I don't like about this is that there is no expectation for you to change the oil in the, in the Honda Civic. You know what I mean? There's there's nobody anybody who sees a wife pushing a mower in the front yard, anybody driving by is like, "What colossal a-hole?" Even if you could see him folding underwear perfectly like it's a retail shop in the picture window in the living room, still people would be like, "What are you doing?" But one of the things you asked me cuz you did say you were a bad person to ask cuz you were in the the situation was kind of reversed yes. in your house. So yes, you were sort of a bad person to ask. But then you had said to me, well, wait a second. 
did you guys set guidelines yes. as to who's supposed to do what? Or and- did you say anything? Because guys are, are even, uh, there's partial parts that I'm oblivious to and guys are oblivious to, but you have to have clearly okay. established rules. And and I did give it to you that, no, there were no clearly established rules. And generally, I'm the one who does any of the housework, right? Um, that We don't have a lawn, so I'm not out there mowing the lawn, neither is he. <laughs> now, the the job that he is supposed to do is take the trash out. But a lot of times it'll be like, hey, the trash is full. Can you take it out? Stop oh, yeah, I'll do on it. me. I'll do it. I'll do it. Hey, trash is, is full. Can you take it out? Yeah, no, I'll take it out. And then two days later, I'm like, he still didn't take the trash out, so yeah. I'm going to take it out. But do you do the wife thing where you wait until he sits down on the couch and no. turns on the television and go, oh, can you take out the trash? No. Is he doing calisthenics so. in the living room? And then you say, hey, can you take out the trash? I don't think so. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> but no, maybe I do need to make those guidelines because yeah. I never did. I mean, it was always – he. let me put it this way. When my husband lived by himself, okay, and he had this his apartment, <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. Yes, I love so your husband. My husband lived by himself. He's a bachelor for a really long time. He would – Okay, if he would run out of towels, like if he used his last clean towel or his last clean washcloth, he wouldn't wash them. He would go and buy a bunch of new ones. So when I started dating him, he had like 500 towels and washcloths. (laughs) But all of them dirty. Right. And what would happen is eventually he'd be like, okay, this is ridiculous. I really can't go buy another 20 towels. So then he would gather everything up. And put it and in the washer. And load it in the car. Wait, what? And take it down to the laundry where this sweet little Chinese lady. Like a dry cleaning place? Yes. Yeah. And he would pay to have it all done. Just and towels? Folded. What did he do with his clothes? Everything. Okay. Yeah, he would take everything. He'd just throw it all in there and take it down to her, and she would wash it and fold it and everything. And then they would come home, and it would all be folded. Then it wouldn't get put away. It would just sit in those baskets folded, and then he would just I sit see. them there. What yes. you're angry about is that he would remember to take it to her, but he doesn't remember to take it downstairs. <laughs> That's the other thing. Because we live in a place that should have a chute for the garage. You're probably it's correct. It's 2016. How do we not have a laundry you're, chute? You're probably correct. But, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think I have to make clear guidelines. Although I do do the, you know, the monthly food menu. Which... Eh, you didn't do it this month. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I did. Eh. Well, all I did was I changed the date to April because I didn't really print out the new it. one. That's not really doing it. I didn't print out the new one. I'm... <laughs> all right. Well, I, yeah, I'll, have to, I'll have to do uh, some clear guidelines. And I told him, I said, when we move into a new house and we don't have four floors to worry about, then there's then we'll have a yard. That's your right. domain. Then you can handle that, and I won't have to worry about it. So maybe it'll be different when we're in the house. And it's not like I don't get angry at him. I just look at him like, really? Like you walked past that it's, thing like twelve times and you didn't pick it up. Let me explain to you because your husband is a sweet, sweet respite from what it would be to live <laughs> with me. Because my poor wife would deal with me constantly pointing out what she has not done. Aww. When you're hyper aware of that kind of stuff. I don't do it intentionally. Trust me. I wish I could be numb to those kinds of things like your husband is. I really, truly do. Evidently not enough to try to change this about me. I but think you just need more bourbon. That's true. That, that definitely that could, can make you numb that to that help. kind of stuff. But yeah, he he's not, he just doesn't, he stays in his lane. He doesn't tell you how to do well, what I you're think doing. And his brain works a mile a minute, you know, because he's a creative yeah. type. So his, he's always thinking of something. So maybe he just doesn't really see And it. every minute becomes, when can I stop thinking when exactly. you're wired that way? And that's, yeah, exactly. And so there are times where he tells me he can't turn his brain off at yeah. night. <laughs> it's 
turn the brain off. Been there. So, did you watch People vs. OJ? I did. Okay, this week it was Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Oh, my God. Poor woman. Was it? Because here's the thing. I was aware that stuff was happening, but you were obviously in depth aware. aware Right. And all I do is feel so sorry for her. I just want to hug her. Was it really that bad for her? It was really that bad for her. What's interesting to me now watching the People vs. OJ Simpson on FX is that I didn't. If it's at any, if it's any, if it's at all accurate in how she responds and and what she felt, you know, because we don't know. I mean, I, I can only imagine. She said, "I heard uh, Gary and Shannon were talking about this on their show, and they, she said, they said that she said that she doesn't want to watch it because that was a nightmare of a time in her life." And I think, I think they all, I think she also said in an interview that the character who plays her, Sarah Paulson, totally nails it yeah. when it comes to her and how she handled these, the everything. So yes, I mean, it was really that bad. What's interesting is. It's funny because I'm watching the show right now. I'm looking at the house. You know, they show her going home. And when Bill interviewed Marsha Clark, when her book came out, we actually had to go to her house to do the interview. And I'm pretty sure it was the same house. I'm wow. like, I think that's the same house because it looks exactly like the house. Or we at least to they took the, the time to find something close enough yeah. to make you. So this week it was all about Marsha Clark and, and how she was getting hammered about how she looked and then her little makeover. So unfair. It was really unfair. And the poor woman, I mean, here she is trying to to focus you know on what's going on in the case and she's having custody issues with her husband and then the most horrible thing to me was the fact that her ex i think it was her ex-mother-in-law it wasn't it she had she had a husband for the husband that they're portraying in the in the show right now but but that man and his mother sold these naked photos of her topless photos of her um in the middle of the trial i mean everybody in this trial was kind of a dick like, I mean, it was just people were selling. So it was just it was ridiculous to see. But that it actually happened. And I remember when the photos came out and we were all like, oh, my God, I can't believe this woman's got to deal with all of this all the while while she's trying to, you know, to to lead this case. So when you watch this episode this week, you'll see her um, kind of reacting to that. And there's this great scene towards the end of it where Chris Darden kind of she's crying and he goes into the office and he sits down with her. And he basically says, but hey, you know, you looked really good in those photos. You look mighty fine. <laughs> and there's a I little... I like how it's, uh, it, he's, it started. That episode started with them listening to like a radio show. And they're right. like, Marsha Clark, Babe, or... Or Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, he voted him, Babe. Yeah, he voted Babe. Were they in a, like a love affair? Do you remember that part? The rumor was, yes, they were. But I don't know for a fact. Okay. And, and the show may... I mean, on the show, it looks clearly yeah. like that's where it's heading. And uh, the rumors were rampant that they something went on between them. Um, but I think, you know, when you're in a situation like that, you get close to people, especially when you're working 12, that closely with somebody days. on a case that, you know, a lot difficult. Of stress. Mm-hmm. So part of what happened in this episode, too, is uh, Nathan Lane, who plays F. Lee Bailey and Marsha Clark go at it in court. And if you see them arguing in court when he brings up this glove and she looks at it, she's like, it's not even a size, you know, extra large. It's a size small. It must be Mr. Bailey's glove. Well, that actually happened in court like that. It happened very close to how that was portrayed. And my husband, being the genius that he is, it was so funny watching this episode and thinking about this song because it's exactly it's it, it portrays exactly almost what happened to, to a T. So this is a song about uh, Effie Bailey and, and Marsha Clark. Mostly oh, Effie Bailey. Oh, one, two, three, cuatro.
There is. Okay. But whenever I'm listening okay. to these, all I... Anyway, what did you find it anyway? The Spanish American War! <laughs> <laughs> so well produced. Because he's old. <laughs> so well produced. Oh, yeah. Here's the last one. The audio is amazing. Eblito Cordova. You're my kind of guy. Marine to Marine. Hey, what's your glove size? Every Bailey. Every Bailey. Every Bailey. You got With- attractive fingers, man. <laughs> <laughs> Would he get everybody to. Sing along with that? Is that how you would do the chorus? Yeah, I might I might have been in that one too. I might have been singing in the chorus, but I know it was Rich and Gallagher and Paul. And. It, it, he had to do these in during the show, and Paul would run the board, and Gallagher would do the news. So what would have to happen is when we knew Bill was in a segment, we'd have to have Rich, Paul, and Gallagher run into the studio, and then he'd have to have it ready to go and say, "Hey, you know, we already told them what song it was. We already gave them the lyrics. We know what it is. Go do it." And then sometimes you have to go back and forth. Occasionally, he'd have to record each person separately and then mash it together. Um, I don't know if that's what he did in this case. I think it was uh, just. <laughs> So good. <laughs> Isn't that great? I love it. Anyway, so I don't want to go too long on the podcast this week because we did a couple of really long ones. But I want you to go to the KFI website at KFIAM640.com. You can hear all the previous podcasts. They're supposed to be up on iTunes soon, so I don't know why they're not showing up, but we'll figure that out. But use keyword producer Michelle, and you will see the video I posted from yesterday called The Princess and the Drone. And it's Princess... Chasing it. Tim's got this little tiny toy drone. It's like a little tiny one that kind of bounces when it hits the wall so it doesn't break. And um, we put it on the floor, and Princess goes nuts. She goes absolutely nuts for it. And it's a great way. I call it otherwise known as uh, how to exhaust a chihuahua and try to get her to sleep. If like, the calendar really doesn't make you jealous of their lifestyle, this definitely will as well. So this is go, what they do for fun. Go watch the video. You'll see it there. And uh, also go to Justin's Corner, just keyword Justin, because he's got some parody songs that he did this week. The Bernie Sanders one, oh, my God, it's hilarious. Oh, that's very kind. Lower was, the bar, though, from what you that, hear on this show. Significantly lower. It was amazing. Lower. That was so good. And that was one you did right in the show. Yeah, that was me. See? That's as close to a, a wannabe attempt at Dick Cabez I've come. Oh, you can do it. Uh, next week, I'm going to get into a little bit. Uh, some people have asked me to talk a little bit about me and where I grew up. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into that next week. And uh, we'll just have some fun in between. If Go to Instagram. Follow us on follow me, Princess, on – not me. Princess is on Instagram <laughs> at PGKTheChi. And on Twitter, you can follow me at ProdMichelle. Make sure you go to thedadpodcast.com. Thank you. Because Justin – he, he had some trouble this week. <laughs> yeah, he did. I had to deal with my kid hucking a ball at another at his friend's head. <laughs> so go to thedadpodcast.com and follow Justin at KFI Justin, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. And today won't mean a thing. I'm a bitch. I'm a love.